Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, April 12th. Uh, Happy Easter to everyone out there. We thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We're just going to jump straight to it. Uh, We have a wonderful guest on tonight. I'm excited to talk to him. He has a lot going on. But first, I want to turn it over to my sister, Denise, who will greet you and give a little bit of news. Everyone. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. Thank you guys for uh, tuning in once again and and, uh, taking a listen here. Uh, We want to give a quick shout-out to um, some of our listeners from around the world just to say um, thank you guys for tuning in each and every week or however often you do. And uh, for those who check us out on the replay, we thank you guys as well. Just really quickly, I wanted to um, mention a webinar that's produced by uh, Pro Beauty. Um, they have created this series on breaking down the economic stimulus package uh, for the beauty industry. And uh, their very first um, webinar will be this Tuesday, April 14th, um, 2 to 3 p.m. And that is um, that's Eastern Standard Time. Yes, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm sorry, it's 11 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And then again, it'll take place April 21st from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then again on April 28th 
from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and they will be uh, speaking with their uh, legal expert, Dan Muller. And, again, they will be breaking down the economic stimulus package uh, for the beauty industry. So if you're interested in that, you can go to their website to register at probeauty.org. Again, that's probeauty.org. And uh, you can register for one uh, or all, actually, of those seminars. And for the for members of PBA, the webinars are free. You can use the discount code SAVE5, SAVE and the number 5, that's S-A-V-E and the number 5, uh, to check those out for free. But I think there's a small fee for those who are not members of uh, PBA. But, again, as we always say, we'll benefit you guys to uh, to join. So again, for more information, you can go to probeauty.org. All right. Thank you so much for that. Um, our guest tonight is no stranger to the show, but it has been quite some time since we talked with him last. So I'm going to bring him on Thank the you. line. Welcome, everybody. Marvin Church. Yes. How are you doing, Marvin? Yes, how are you doing? How are you doing, hey, ladies? Yeah, you said it's been too long. Good. How are you? All right. Happy Easter to you. To you both. Thank you. Happy Easter to you too. You said it's been too long, huh? Yeah, it's been too long, but we've been working, all of us. That's, that's right. right. That's, that's what happens. That's, you know what I mean? that's what happens when we're working, right? Time yeah. Keeps Wait, now, let me let's go let's go let's go back a little bit. We met you in LA, right? Yes we did. Uh with the pink berry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Could have been seven what years year ago, maybe. I'm gonna go with a number seven, maybe seven years ago, maybe ten. Maybe yeah, maybe ten years it ago. More like two, maybe more, maybe like longer 10. than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe ten. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. I know. Pink berries, pink berries. Yeah, we had discussion over pink, pink, over pink berries. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to keep it healthy. <laughs> and we and we promised to do that again. We never was able to catch up. <laughs> I never got a chance. I don't think we were ever in LA at the no. same time. But no. Do they have pink berry in the DC area yet? Um, I think they might have had something like that, but not necessarily that that something pink like berry. It, yeah. Something mm-hmm. similar, yeah, similar. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So how have you been? Good. What's been going on? Well, you know, um, what's going on today, I mean, we kind of like everybody stopped. You know, we're, especially on the barber side of things and beauty industry, we're all pretty much at a standstill. If we go out and work, we're going to get fined if we found out. Or we may be catching this virus. You know, two barbers lost their life. Yeah. So I heard. So I couldn't get their name. I've been searching for the name. Yeah, I couldn't. So I mean, I I know that there's barbers out there still cutting. You know, if they're mm-hmm. if they're not in the shop, they're doing house calls. I do know that personally. Yeah. I know some people, yeah. but I'm not putting them out there. But I'm just saying, you know, you do what you got to do. But uh, right now, I'm choosing life over money. You know, so right. money's going to still be there. I want to be here to see it. You know what I mean? So I lose my right. life. I can't right. I, I can't do no more haircuts. You know what I mean? So yeah. So right. I'm looking at that right now. But um, the thing is. What I'm really working on is the Barber Relief Fund, which I created for the barbers in this time of a crisis. And, mm-hmm. you know, raising the funds right now is, is you know, it's, it's slowly getting there, but we're, you know, we're steady pushing it forward. And hopefully, um, you know, some of the barbers that are out there doing platforms, some of the barbers that are out there doing, you know, movies and film, they can kind of follow my lead. 
Um, we can we can mm-hmm. go together on this. We can walk together on this and and, and just try to help some of the um, less fortunate barbers that may not have had the type of clientele that we had or maybe just starting out and don't have savings like that right. or don't have the backing yet. You know, um, this is the point I'm, right. I, I'm blessed not being able to receive checks and still, even if I don't work, but, and I have clients that send money in for future haircuts, but, you know, I also have a savings, you know, and this yeah, is some of the things absolutely. that we don't talk about. We don't talk about that in our industry as of trying to be financially stable and, you know, educated. Uh-huh. You know, we do have it at hair shows, but they don't push it out at the forefront because we don't have that in our education systems to push it out in the forefront. Right. So it's all about mm-hmm. more oh. so about what we're selling <laughs> opposed to what we're actually right. Yeah, right. all the time. So, and I'm glad yeah, you, I'm so. glad you said that because last I'm glad you said that because last week we were talking about that exact thing and we were just talking about the importance of having um, a savings and. Very similar to, like, my sister and I, because we work on film and television sets, I was trying to stress the point that, you know, once our particular job assignment is over, whatever movie it is we're working on, when that's over, we're unemployed. And then, you know, for whatever amount of time, then you go to the next job. And then when that job is over, you're unemployed. So if, if you're in a situation like that, you really need to get in the habit of saving, you know? And, like, we have a the example that I used was we had worked, um, I think it was the end of 2019, uh, the last two months of 2019, up until like April yeah. of um, 20, 2020. No, I'm sorry. I got to get my years wrong. 2018 to 2019. <laughs> 2018. But we worked on a, a seven-month show. And so if you're working seven, seven months, there's no reason oh, yeah. why at the end of that show you can't have saved at least three to four months of your bills or three to four months of your mortgage or rent, you know? And so I was like, I try to, yeah, and that's the thing I try to do is when I'm working on a job, have a couple of months of mortgage set aside, have a couple of months of all of my bills Mm -hmm. set aside because thank God, you know, we're fortunate that we've been able to go from job to job, but then there are some people who will finish your job and then they won't work for two or three weeks. So you have to always be able to prepare for that in this, in the beauty industry. It's not like your regular nine to five. You're definitely right. And I applaud y'all because I, you know, I watch your movies that y'all worked on and shows and everything. And I love your work. Um, yeah. You're kind of like, you're only good as your last, you're welcome. <laughs> you're only as good as your last service or last work, you know? Uh, right. the, the thing is, is that it's also a big communication, you know, that even like, even right now, like, you know, if you don't want money coming out of your bank account right now, because everybody's going through it, it's global. You call, you talk, right. talk to your bank, you know, call your banks, call right. whoever else you got to call to say, listen, we have a world, a global crisis, you know, we got, you know, can we just hold out and, and until this thing kind of figures out? I mean, I, I have the money there to pay the bills, but the thing is, we don't know how long this is going to last, you know. So we want to try to hold tight a little bit. But if we can share, hey, I asked them to donate a dollar or something, you know. But um, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right about about films and television and stuff like that. And, and while you're on the set, you can actually build relationships up with other people that are working there so you can get other jobs. So it kind of continues on, you know. It just doesn't stop there. Yeah. It's all about relationships, about good communication, and just, you know, just bringing your work ethic out in the forefront so people can actually see what you do and how you are and would love to, you know, shout your name out for the next job that may be coming up. 
So, you know, that's so well, let that's me add, so important that you mentioned that because we we were Janice and I have a, a mentoring program where we mentor uh, makeup artists who are interested in film and TV, and and we just spoke to some mentees about that exact thing, about you know how to conduct yourself when you're on set because you never know who's really watching you. And, you know, sometimes it could be, you know, I mean, you wouldn't even think it could be a grip that refers you to a producer who may be looking for a makeup artist. You just never know. So it's always, you know, important to be kind. There's no little person. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's important to be kind to people, and it's important to to do your best job when you are at work. You know what I mean? And always being professional because you never know where that next job will actually come from. And it may not be in the way that you think it'll happen, you know. Sometimes Definitely. it never I mean, happens the way, you know, it's supposed to happen. It, it really, most of the time, it never happens <laughs> the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. But um, I, I've worked on movies before where the little man was the son of the actual executive who was actually funding the movie, you know what I mean? But he wanted his son yeah. to learn it from the ground up. And he was so respectful yep. and so polite. And he, he basically just made you feel comfortable being around him, but you know, even though he still had a, a, a different position because his father was funding. But he learned it from the ground up, and he learned, you know, I mean, you see somebody like that, and five to ten years later, you'll see him producing or something like that, and you'll be like, he'll be like, yeah, I remember you. Come on on set, you know. So you just never know where the, the relationships are, are, are being manifested. You know, just come there with your good professional, you know, you know, bring all that to the forefront and, and let that shine, let that speak for it. As well as your right. <laughs> now, Marvin, let me ask you about. Let's go back to the um, to this relief fund. Um, okay. When do you want? When do you want to? I know you want to get it out to as many barbers as possible, but where do you want to go with this? Um, you know, when every when the well, dust settles, is this something that you want to continue to keep building? Um, definitely. Um, that was that's the whole goal. It's this is something I wanted to do two years ago. You know, I've done platforms. I've done a lot of different things. I've been in magazines. I've done film. I've done a lot of things in the industry that some people may know and some people may not. You know, but the thing is, is that what can you do that's going to be? I don't want to say legacy, but I guess in some way, yeah. How can you leave your mark in your industry? You know, this this is something that mm-hmm. I wanted to create from an organization, a nonprofit organization that that can go on and educate barbers, you know, give them the education, possibly give, you know, scholarships, possibly, um, you know, like I was, I was talking to someone, um, another barber out in Buffalo. I was saying like, listen, you know, there may be a, a shop that's a hundred years old. That was a black barbershop down in South somewhere, you know, Atlanta somewhere. Right. And like the Donovan house, uh-huh. you know, they were trying to get rid of that one time. And the funds that could be established with the organization can possibly maybe buy it, you know, and, and keep that that business, that, 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 you know, foundation there. You know, these are the things that I'm trying to do where, you know, that when we have another crisis, which we will have, you know, we can't think this is the only crisis going to happen. But when we do have another crisis, we have, you know, the funds in place, we have the education in place, we have a lot of things in place so that barbers can, you know, come there and say, you know, there is somebody looking out for me because I have, I have people that, that, that lobby, you know, and it's all about getting mm-hmm. everything together. Of course, you got to pay these guys, you know, but it's all about getting everything together. And I have them on, a, on both sides of the, of the political field. You know what I mean? So, you know, they can go in there and, and speak for us too. So we don't really have anybody doing that for us. 
you know? They do, don't take our do industry think, serious enough, I guess. <laughs> but do you think that Sorry. that's going to be key? You're saying that you have people that go and lobby because with us being in a union, you know, mm-hmm. we have our union reps who go and do the same thing. And they all, you know, they seek the help from the government, and they have put a few things in place um, for union workers. Do you think that's going to be key, um, going to lobby um, to to make changes for this beauty industry so when a crisis like this comes about, do you think that's going to be the key to it all? Well, you know, the thing is, it's about using your resources, Right. It's about mm-hmm. setting up. You had to have a strategy. You know, you just can't go in there. You know, like if you was gonna, if I was gonna go to the White House, I'm not gonna go in there by myself. You know what I mean? Like I gotta be. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm. Not, I gotta be coerced a little bit. You gotta be educated on it. So I'm gonna bring people that's gonna actually help me bring that across the way I need to bring it across. You know? You know, I'm right. fortunate enough to touch. You know, freedom writer. You know what I mean? Congressman John John Lewis, and you know, bless his heart. You know, dealing with the cancer. But I, I've learned. I'm not just cutting these guys and just, oh, yeah, hey, hey, you know, thank you. No, I'm learning. We're having, right. you know, really good, serious dialogue, but also as well as respect, and, 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 I'm, and I'm soaking it all up, you know what I mean? And the thing is, is that you have to have a strategy. That's what the barbershop was all about, you know, like we was talking about the boycott years, you know, the summer and all those days where Martin Luther King and all the other people used to get together in the community and come to the barbershop because that was a safe haven. That was a place where blacks could speak without feeling like they were going to be murdered, you know? They could speak and speak their mind, you know, and let out their frustrations, let out their, you know, misunderstandings and come to a, a common ground where we can go forth with a strategy. And I think that's what I'm trying to set up right now. That's something that we can go forth after this. You know, 2021 is coming soon, you know? It could be something else right. coming. You know, or this could come back next year. Who knows? So it's just putting the things in place. Right now, we have associations. We have unions. But I don't hear nobody coming at me and saying, hey, you know, hey, I'd like to join with you. Let's let's build this up. Let's let's do something with this. I don't hear nothing. So I'll walk alone until, until, you know, hey, enough people get enough information and we can go forward with this. But I'll walk alone. I'll take the hit. You know what I mean? It doesn't bother me, you know. Exactly. I'm passionate about it. I'm, I'm a little long-winded, but I'm passionate with it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I've done this for 30 years, y'all. This this is 31 years professionally this year. It'll be 40 years altogether oh. since I was nine years old. So I'm mm. telling my age, right? Wow. Yeah, I, I got gray hairs. You know what I mean? But you know, I'll tell the younger guys. I'll tell the younger guys, right? I said, you better hope you make it this far in your life of doing anything, not just barbering, doing anything in life. Yeah, so really. I'm not ashamed of my age. I'm not ashamed of where I'm at in my life, but I know that it's something I couldn't sit back home and just do, you know what I mean, just say, look at me, show pictures on my Instagram, show pictures on my Facebook. Hey, look at me, all in reflect reflect on the old times. We're living for right now. We're not living for the past. We're living for right now and what's coming up tomorrow. So we have to stay within that, you know, that mindset, you know, what right. we're doing right now, tomorrow, the next day, and hopefully we can see that, you know? Right. I'm sorry, I'm preaching. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I'm just I'm passionate about it. I'm just you know I don't I don't want people. I know there's young people that 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 I've spoken to before this has happened or before it got out of hand, before the crisis got out of hand, and that want to kind of like have me mention them and all that. And they're still starting out. They have loans in. They're trying to you know work on the side at, at shops and stuff like that. And it's just like you're gonna break somebody's spirit. There's gonna be somebody right now in our industry that's not gonna be doing it when this is over. Believe that. Right. 
Okay, that was a cold one. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. No, I mean, no. Come on, if somebody's gonna be like, well, I need some job security or something. I don't have. We don't have people that's backing us. Or, you know what I mean? You can go to SBA, but mm-hmm. you're gonna wait. When you do an SBA loan right now, or or you know, for the crisis here, you will have a number. You're gonna have a number. They're gonna give you a number, and yet that number might be, you know, forty million three hundred and seventy. You know what I mean? But that's your number. You know, and. There's right. other funds that's coming out now. Even in D.C., there's other funds that's coming out to help, you know, salon owners and barbershops and barbers and hairstyles and makeup and nails. You know, I don't want to miss anybody. But there's there's <laughs> funds set in place now, but it's still a procedure that you have to go about to get it, you know, from your tax, your income tax mm-hmm. and all that. So, yeah. And everybody doesn't right. want a loan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody that's doesn't true. want a loan, you know? Because um, yeah, I, I guess some of them feel like Right. Yeah. You said yeah, what now? But we all too. Um, some of them you don't have to pay back. Um, you know, but the, but the thing is, is oh, that okay. I know from a barber side, we got egos. We got you know, we don't need help. We are we're too proud. You know, but at this time, you know, there's people dying. You know, there's people don't have food. There's people. You know, I mean, hey, we want. I, I got to go back to eating mayonnaise sandwiches. You know what I mean? So I mean, we got to understand mm-hmm. like this is a serious. Serious thing that's happening, you know. Unfortunately, I don't right now. I mean, I mean, fortunately, I don't. Not unfortunately, but fortunately, I don't. But I'm just saying, you know, it's it's getting bad. You know, it's getting bad out here. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, make sure um, when the show is over that you send us any information that we need to um, put the word out about the fund and how people can contribute to the fund. Yeah, okay. I was just ask that question. And is Definitely. there any particular Definitely. way, like if, if, if somebody wanted to, like, join forces with you to help get the word out or to, to help you, in, you know, like another barber, if another barber wanted to kind of, like, participate and help, um, you know. Definitely. And help get the word out. Yeah, definitely. Raise money. Definitely. I'm on, well, I got two, um, well, I got more than that, but I have two Instagrams so I'm actually using for that. And the, the one is the Barber Reef, uh, Relief Fund on IG. Okay. And then we have Mar- Marv the Bar on IG. And then I kind of swing that over to Marvin Church on Facebook. But and I'm on um LinkedIn as well, Marvin Church. Um I'm using using those platforms, those social media platforms to actually get it out because I, I see there's some of the most used ones. I don't use TikTok as much, but I you know, Instagram and Facebook, they kinda of help merge things together so the information is able to you know, I, I could just you know, click a click a button and it goes over to Facebook, um, and I and I send it to Twitter as well. Marv the Barb, Marv the Barb eighty uh, on um, Twitter. Okay. And the the Barber Relief Fund on um, on Twitter as well. Okay. okay. So, I mean, th- right now we're in the we're in the process of raising funds, so it's like you know I want to raise the money up so I can you know give the information out to the barbers of how to apply. And um, you know what they need to do in order for me to you know submit you know submit the information in so they can you know get a check or however they want to get paid whether it's cash you know cash apps or you know Venmo's or PayPal. Yeah. Right. So is it now? Is there going to be a certain requirement that people must the barbers must meet to receive the funds or? Yeah. Well, right now I'm looking to. Well, right now I'm looking to you know for full-time barbers. I got to have an up-to-date license. I need a photo ID, um, you know, things like that. You know, the address, the barbershop they okay. work in, the social media, you know. There's okay. they're basic contacts, but also let me know that you show that you are a professional. And I also want them to mm-hmm. send a video, you know, just tell me where they're from and, you know, how how to um, 
the you know the virus has affected them. This pandemic has affected them. So gotcha. That's that's gotcha. right now. No, that's, the, that's the that's the you know that's how I'm like structuring it like that right now. It might be more. Gotcha. It might be less. So yeah. Now, what are some of your barber the barbers that you know? What are some of what are some of the people doing like now that they can't? And I know you know barbers all over the country, but like. You know, yeah. I know some states may be different, but for the most part, every every state is saying stay home. So, from just your <laughs> yeah. conversations with your barber friends, what are people saying? Like, what's happening? I know you said you have a client who sent in money for future um, haircuts. I remember a barber saying <laughs> yeah. that, saying that uh, their client sent in money not for a future um, haircut, but just sent in whatever a haircut cost. Sent in that saying, "Hey, man, yeah. I'm just thinking about you." You know, here's, you know, a haircut, yeah. you know, money for a haircut, but they didn't want anything in return. Are you hearing stories like that from other barbers? Um, yes, definitely. Um, but the, the barbers that I, um, I've i spoken with are, you know, they're, you know, we don't speak much about that. We just, they're just kind of like waiting mm-hmm. it out, you know. Um, I know gotcha. a barber that's, you know, does real estate too, so, you know, He's he, he does that, but who knows he might be still doing some real estate, you know. But um yeah. you know, so they have other monies coming in, you know, um, or maybe just a little bit, at least interest coming in, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think the barbers were all kinda like I think they're all kinda like waiting it out. You may have you might have some barbers that are cutting, but there might be cutting some people that they feel totally comfortable with, which, you know, is is right. is at your own risk right now because you just never knew who has it. But I've spoken with, you know, at least the hair shows that I'm talking about um, that do film and um, you know they're all over from they, they stem from California to Florida you know down to down to Carolinas up to New York and Jersey mm-hmm. you know so I spoke and Chicago and mm-hmm. Chicago you know and you know and, and Vegas yeah. so I, I kind of like make the big circle here but but yeah you know this guy's in Texas that I've spoken with you know um, it, it, everybody's feeling it you know even Atlanta, I talk to hairstylists and barbers, and, you know, everybody's feeling it, and it's just like some people are just saying, you know, listen, I'm just going to do what I do, just hopefully that nothing happens to me, but I just know in mm-hmm. D.C., you know, she shut it, Marion Bowser shut it down, you know, and it's like, and, and in Maryland, um, not too far from where I live at, Maryland, I, um, there there was a, a barbershop or a salon that got fined like $5,000, so, you know, that's <laughs> that's not... It's not a joke, you know what I mean? So who wants to be in a hole after being mm-hmm. in this hole, you know, trying to come out of both things? So, um, like I said, there's, there's going to be probably some shops that may not be opening up again, you know? So, so that's unfortunate. Hey. I uh, saw an article. I didn't read it. I just saw the, the, the headline, and it was saying that AMC Theaters is in so much debt now that they may never open again. But can you imagine? Wow. There's a lot of but you know businesses what? that may not be able to open. But you know what? With, with that, you know, everything's going on, on. You know what I'm saying? It's being streamed. So, like, yeah, like yeah. I have a dango. Like, I watch a movie. I, I don't want to go. Honestly, it's kind of like sometimes you don't want to go to the movie, you know? And I got a dango app on my, um, you know, Amazon stick, you know? And I'm watching movies like I'm at the movie theater, but I, I can get as much popcorn I want at home, you know. I can, you know what I mean? I can pause it, you know. If I got to, you know, or I can come yeah. back and watch it. So, you know, this might be the the gift and the curse thing, but you know, you know, 
you know, it might be the gift of the person. I mean, but, you know, we're, we're working. But I just it. mentioned that. I just mentioned that because, you know, like something like that I get. But to say yeah. that, for instance, a, a barbershop may not ever open again or, or you know what I'm saying, like a, a, a hair salon or something like that may not be able to o- ever open again because they just don't, they lost so much and they just don't have the time yeah. to turn around. That, that would be really, really hard. And hard. That's you why, talk about you know, education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's really, I mean, think about it, though. For us, you know, we've been educated with, you know, the beauty in the beauty industry. It's like there's no education really that can, can help for this crisis, you know, other than the education of health, you know, and right. someone with mental health, you know, trying to keep yourself stable. Right. I will say, it's just a thing but I will say, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm good. No, I was no, saying I was it's just saying, a thing I that we, say, we, we wasn't prepared. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we weren't ready. We were not yeah. ready. But I will say, though, no. and I'm a strong believer, and I'm, and I'm so thankful that my sister and I, our backgrounds, you know, we didn't start off in, in makeup and skincare. You know, we started off as accountants. And no, I'm not working for a firm or anything like that right now, but I have something else that I can fall back on because the situation is if I really wanted to, I could be like, hey, yes. um, anybody need their taxes done? You know what I'm saying? Like, because you know you can do every, yes, you do you everything um, online anyway. You know, so yeah, you're right. I, I could <laughs> and you're a trusted person. Doing, you know what I mean? So that kind of helps. Too. Yeah, I could have started doing. I could have started doing that again. Or it's always. That's, I always like to encourage beauty professionals because you know we can work in different parts of the beauty industry. Some of us work in beauty and in entertainment. Some work in re- beauty, you know, you, in the retail sector. Some, you know, we yes. just work with, like, photographers on editorial. Some, you know, you got some that's doing runway and things like that. But when a pandemic like this comes about, nobody's doing nothing. And so if you don't have the type of job where you were already working from home remotely or you can work from home remotely, we can't do beauty services remotely. So it's always a good thing to always have something else that you can do. So when you spoke about that barber who's doing real estate, that's great because guess what? I still see a whole lot of people because I live in a new community where they're still building, and these builders are out here every day still building. The people that work in the sales office are still out here showing homes. They have their mask on. The people who are coming to see the houses have their mask on. Real estate agents still showing up, showing clients. So that's something, you know, if that's what you want to do, you know, you can still get yeah. out there and try to work. But I think as far as, you know, you said, like you said, no education would have prepared us for this pandemic. But if you are the type of artist that has something else that you can mm-hmm. lean on, some kind of business yeah. skill, some kind of something, it's always perfect to always have something so that when things like this come about, you can still make some money. So I think, I feel like now beauty industry professionals are going to start considering those kinds of things because we can't sit around for months and months and not work. But you can do it. You can do it if when you are working, like I said earlier, Mm -hmm. and you prepare, you put three months of mortgage and bills aside, you know what I'm saying, something like that. If you can get in the habit of doing that, then you don't have to worry about a pandemic. And just like you said, though, we don't know how long it's going to last. 
but I would hope and yeah. think that somebody would come up with something, and if everybody would just sit still, you know, and stay home, then maybe this thing can blow over yep. sooner than later. Let me, let me just say this, and let me say this, and I'm just going to go back to that whole um, AMC really quickly because it, it it's kind of funny to me. That's got you, um, <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, they say, you know, they're saying, you know, that they're in debt and, and all this, but trust and believe, they're not in debt from from this coronavirus. They were obviously in no. debt before all of this because before. everybody's been streaming mm-hmm. anyway. Everybody's been streaming. Oh, yeah. Everybody's been getting getting rid of, you know, their cable, going to Netflix and Hulu and now Quibi. You know, the, nobody was going to the movie theaters anyway, especially AMC, because they're so darn expensive. You're paying like $18 oh, yeah. for a movie. So, it's $50. me, we were in debt anyway, you know. They didn't get in debt in these last couple of weeks, <laughs> you know, so they, they it's like it's just funny they to hear that. So, like, <laughs> I think we should be more concerned about the little man, and that's why I'm glad, you know, you're doing this whole Barber Relief Fund is because, you know, the, the people who are working for themselves and, and things like that, these are the people who I think should really, you know, should get the help, you know what I mean, first, if anybody's yeah. going to get yeah, help. I, mean, I think it should be, you know the freelancers, the people who are in the service industry, you know, and not just that, people working in restaurants and things like that. You know, think about some of the oh, restaurants yeah. Oh, yeah. who can't afford who can't afford to close down for no, you know, month or two months. They'll definitely lose everything, no matter how, you know, how, you know, how busy they were or how, you know, successful they were. You know, we got to think about people like that, but most AMC, definitely. Some businesses are, they're going to be non existent anyway. Yeah, I'm saying some businesses are, are, are benefiting a lot. Even some restaurants yeah. are sending out, you know, thousands of, you know, thousands of, you know, deliveries, you know what I mean, at a time. I mean, that's yeah. what, that's what they, you know, they've got a delivery service there, you know. You don't have to see anybody. You don't have yeah. to worry about the electric, putting anybody in the restaurant. Yep. You don't have to pay the waiters. You don't have to pay anybody like that. So. Yeah. Or, or the people yeah, that are delivering, you know, they're making a killing. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. and I see some um some Uber drivers still driving around. So I mean, it doesn't yeah. stop, you know. It doesn't stop. It's just it's just you know you have to be at your most creative, you know, right now. You know the power of, of the power of, of broke of being broke. Uh, God was a book. Damon <laughs> Damon Johns, you know. That's when you're at your most creative. You know what I mean? You have to think like I have no money yeah. in the bank, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be at right. my most creative, and this is the time for creators to step up and shine. I'm a creator. I'm a two o two creator as well, and you know I, I just from, from my heart and from what I put in this industry, I can't see me not doing anything and just sitting around with my feet up. Oh, I'm good, dog. You know I'm good. You know I'm eating my food, my popcorn, watching movies all day. That's not me. You know, that's not me at all. I I had to do something. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Absolutely. And and, um, and, well, and ladies, do y'all still have y'all products? Do y'all still have y'all products? Yeah. yeah. What about you? They really work. They really work good. See, y'all can make money off of that too, because you know, <laughs> make a lot of money. I had I had my product. I had to re I had to redo my product because of a name problem. Um, so, uh huh. Yes, I yeah I have it back out. It's it's named Bethel Road, and I'm in the process of of creating a store so people can just order it from there, and I don't have to worry right. about too much inventory, you know. So right. that's that's the process with my product right now. But 
um, under the Marvin Church grooming brand, you know, um, that's what I'm coming back out with. I'm just, okay. I'm just trying to keep things on a healthy, healthy standpoint, you know, not trying to give you yeah. products that's going to be like, you know, cancerous and, you know, you know what I'm saying? It has all that, that yeah. nastiness that we, we shouldn't have had in our products, but they try to keep it on the shelf. And that's not what we, we need to be educated on that too, you know, not as professionals, not only as professionals, but as consumers. Because we'll go in the store and buy some and just buy it for the name, not for the what's, what's in the ingredients. You know what I mean? So. Oh, so true. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Marvin, the, the barber. Um, what is your goal for the barber grooming industry? Well, like I, like I was saying, with this here, um, this is one goal that is necessary as, as we see it right now. But as a whole, mm-hmm. I think there need to be a lot of great barbers, not just good barbers. You know, everybody's calling themselves master, and I call myself a master groomer. You know, I'm able to do uh, male makeup. I think we spoke on that before. Uh, but I have master uh-huh. my craft, you know, and I, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm teaching master class now. But the thing is, I think we need to construct our schools to be, you know, pushing out great barbers, you know, we need to, we need to, right. to make sure these people are qualified. You know, make sure they're qualified when they go in school that I can work with you. I have a I have a client that's a, a ballet teacher, and it's a male, black male, and he's been in, in ballet since he was fifteen. Was he was a professional? He's booked up yearly, right? Booked up yearly. Mm-hmm. The thing is with him, he says no amount of money is gonna gonna make me take this person's kid if I don't feel like I can work with him. The same thing for these schools. If they don't feel like they can work with you, or they feel like you. They can they can make you better. Why take you? Because they're just taking your money. Right. You know what I mean. So school is going to teach you how to, you know, get the basics. Everybody's not going to be a, a person that's going to actually do hair. You know, they're not going to be a barber per se. They'll be a maybe an instructor. Some people may not have the coordination to do that. You know, maybe people that's going to be good in sales. You know, but we need to have schools directed in that way where we can find their strengths and also make some of the weakness. You know, kind of bounce them out. To be able to have more barbers, you know, this this industry needs to kind of tighten up. You know, it's just too much. Um, yeah, there's too much, too much. Just I'm a barber, you know what I mean? Jump on YouTube, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, you can draw, but when it's time to, when nobody wants to get designs anymore, and I, and there's no against, I do designs too, but when nobody nobody wants to get designs anymore because they don't last anyway, right? We got to get back to cutting now. Oh, and where the barbers at? Where, the, where you at? So that's what happened in the early early nineties, you know. And I put I put Michael Jordan in the back of somebody's head, going into the basket, or I even drew my face on the back of my head. You know what I mean? But right. you call your price out, and now people are debating you about your price. You know, so how are you going to debate me of my expertise? This is what you wanted, and I gave you what you wanted. So it's it's a thing where now do you see is it is it worthy of you doing it? So I kind of took a step back on that, but I just think the whole structure of school needs to tighten up. You know, it doesn't need to be just totally revamped. It just needs to be tightened up. And that's just not only for barber schools and hair schools, you know, nails and makeup, not only for our schools, but the whole education system, you know, across the board, you know. So finance should be at the at the forefront, though, you know, literacy, you know what I mean? So we just need yeah. to, you know, work on that. That's kind of like my, my contribution you know, over the airways right now to kind of hopefully some barber schools will listen to this and they can kind of tighten up, you know, clean it up, you know, clean the rooms. You know, you got these people here working for free and taking tips. Clean it up. Show them what it's supposed to look like, you know. 
I, I put on, mm-hmm. you know, I put on a suit to go to work. You know, I, and I call myself this master groomer. So when you see him, when you see me, you say, okay, yeah, that's what a master groomer is supposed to look like. I did my interview um, right. a couple of days ago with Shadow League on IG Live, and I dressed up for that because for my profession, I wanted to represent my profession the best, not only myself but my profession at the high level, you know, at a level where people can say, you know what, I may not look like him totally, but I can tighten up what, I, what I'm wearing too. And when I step across some doors and I get behind that chair, I'm the ultimate professional. Now you start to distinguish yourself. You know, I think barbers need to start distinguishing themselves from other barbers in the shop. Not saying that you think you're all that, but tighten up your skills. Right. You know, tighten up everything that you're doing. Make yourself thorough. You know, and I use that, and I don't use that loosely. I don't use that word loosely. That's a, that's a word we used to use in Philadelphia. Make yourself thorough, you know what I mean, all the way around. <laughs> so you attract the type of clientele that you want to attract, you know, that you'll be able to take that not only for what you're doing for your chair and take it to maybe your own shop or buy the shop you're in. So, you know, it's all about building up the industry again. This is one of the oldest professions in the world, you know. You know, back in the day, it was mm-hmm. more trusty. It was more trusty men like uh, priests, and I'm talking about ancient times now. I'm going way back. But in the beginning, there were people that, you know, kings and queens would trust. You couldn't be around. That's like right now. You can't be around a president if they don't trust you, you know? So you have to be trustworthy. And, you know, back then they believed in witchcraft and all that type of stuff. So you had priests, you know, you had priests doing doing people's hair, you know, trimming the hair off so it wouldn't um, so take all the demons away. But that's a whole other story. But you know, you don't understand the foundation. You don't understand where it, where it came from. Then how are you gonna respect it? You know, and that's what I had to do in early in my early teens was I had to re-educate myself. And then I went to school after I graduated because if I if I was gonna to go to college, I wanted to have a job. You know, have a have a have a certification so I can get a job so I can help myself through college. You know what I mean? So, you know, I went about mm-hmm. it that way. Nice. So talk a little bit about how mastering your craft uh, builds confidence. Well, if you want to say <laughs> that you're a master, how important is mastering your craft? Well, I think mastering your craft because if that's something that you should want to do. You should want to master your craft. Why, why not be the best you can be your craft? Why not get all the information and, and, and kind of build yourself up to where you need to be in the craft, you know? You don't have to be, say, mm-hmm. I'm on the pedestal, look at me, but, hey, be that expert, you know? Be an expert at something in your life, you know? You know, I, I'm, I'm listen, listen, listen here. I'm the youngest of all my whole family, pretty much. I'm the youngest of 29 mm-hmm. first cousins. I'm the youngest of five of my, you know, my, my siblings. I had to be something. I'm the only one running the business in my whole family on both sides. Okay, so you know, I have I this is I have no one to talk to. I'm talking to you, ladies. I'm like I said, I'm long-winded about it because I'm passionate about it. But I have to find those people that that keep me, you know, raising up my level. You know, they may not do my business, but you know, I'm the only one that owns. So when I speak to people, it's kind of foreign. You know what I mean? So I have to get with those like-minded individuals. So that keeps me on the balance, but also helps me keep going up, you know. And I have to scout the information. You know, I have to re-educate myself. Rather, it's something from, you know, I went to school for um, business entrepreneurship. So that helped me extend my business, do better business from a, from a, from a larger scale and a, and a wider scale. But I have clients from China all the way around, you know, every continent I have a client that I've cut before. So, you know, as far as Argentina, Australia, China, 
you know, Russians. I've cut people all over, Alaska, you know, all over, Hawaii, you know, and a lot of some of these people are in political positions, you know. And I've cut people from all these places, but you've got to have the skill set. Why turn somebody away? That's turning money. It gets to be offensive when you right. don't really, you know, be about your craft. You know, some somebody steps to you, ladies, and says, "No, you know, I'm I'm from Switzerland, and I don't wear that type of makeup." Well, you got some makeup that they're gonna definitely like because you already know because you mastered your craft. You know what I mean? Because you've seen right. that person a million right. times in your mind, so you know how to approach them. And I tell you what, there's been times that I've been on a, I've been with my client, you know, working on a set, right? And I tell you. It ain't nobody's fault but yourself, right, at the end of the day. If you don't get that makeup right, I don't care if you got two minutes or five minutes. If you don't get that makeup right, it's going to be on you. It's not going to be on them. If they can come late, they can come late. I only have five. First time I've been to CNN, I only have five minutes to do my client. And that's with razor. That's with shears. That's with, you know what I'm saying? And I had to do beards and all. Mm -hmm. Listen, (laughs) you got to know your stuff. You know what I mean? It's no excuse. You either do it or you you don't have a job. So you, you got to know what you know. And you have to put and show and prove every time. It ain't no, oh, when well, I get you, um, it ain't. Well, you know what? <laughs> you might not get that call next time. You know what I mean? So you have to be prepared right. and educating yourself and go into your own self, master yourself, master your craft. You know, you gotta, you gotta just do it. You know, if you want to be, you know, somebody that's looked at as an elite in your profession, you know what I mean? You have to look at what everybody else is doing and say, you know, I'm gonna take something from everybody and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna create my myself who I need to be. You know, I'm gonna create myself and I'm gonna do it the way I can do it. I may take something from you ladies that's doing makeup, you know. I know how to do makeup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna say that's my forte, but I'm an artist at heart. So I understand how to blend. Right. I could do a smoky eye. You know, there's two ways to get a smoky eye. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> one one with the makeup and the other one with the fist, you know, so there's two ways to get smoky eye. But, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I dibble the dabble in that because I say, you know, for me to do film and, and not, you know, be, you know, have the door closed in my face, I got to have that skill set too. So what if the makeup artist is not able to get to my client that's getting ready to go on? I already know what to do. You know what I'm saying? So I have my stuff, my little stuff prepared. I'm not trying to take your job, but I'm also trying to keep my job. You know what I'm saying? So those little things, you, you do what you have to do in the time that you have and you make no excuse for it. You know what I'm saying? You you have to be able right. to, you know, just perform, you know? <laughs> you have to perform. Right. Absolutely. You know what, ladies? Right. It, let me tell you something. If somebody's eyelash come off on set, you see it on the film, and they're going to be like, ooh, you know, everybody's going to be on social media talking and all that. <laughs> but other than that, when your stuff is fine, you don't hear nothing. Oh, girl, you know, you know, you know what you're doing. But you know what I'm saying? But as soon as you do something wrong, it's 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 it, it's news, it, you know, twenty four hour news. You know what I mean? It's on every TMZ, you know, you know TMZ gets everything. So it's TMZ. So yeah, you you gotta be right, you know. Exactly. How many times you have- moves? You gotta be able to cut his hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know, he be dancing on IG. With his barber be dancing with him too, cutting. Let me get that line, you know. So. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be long. Like, look, not only you got, you don't have to be long winning with that. You just gotta be able to, you know, run the marathon with clients like that. You know, you gotta be patient, and you gotta, you know, mm-hmm. nothing's gonna stop you from getting that money. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. So, now, what would what would be your like either your dream job or just dream, um, whether it be owning a certain type of business? But what would be your like 
dream opportunity as a, as a barber groomer? What would be your dream opportunity? Something you haven't done well, yet. The dream, the dreams grow, right? My dream, my mm-hmm. dream was to um, change people's lives. You know what I mean? Like I said, I started at nine, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to hook people up and make them look good and feel good. You know, and and I'm I'm gonna be short with this little story, but you know, I did my cousin. He was 25, and he bought a barber, and his buddy just came from the barbershop. Now I'm cutting my my cousin. He wants to look like uh, Gerald Levert, by the way. Or I'll be sure, whatever, whatever he's feeling that week, right? But I was able to do it. Um, being that was a actually changed his friend's mind about how his haircut was totally finished. <laughs> so to be able to take that small dream to now to be able to to accomplish something bigger, um, I'm not saying I'm attacking the big corporations, you know, the big beauty corporations and stuff like that. But there's got to be somebody to shake it up a little bit. I know Bevel did it. Um, I, you know, rather we're going to open schools. Um, that's a dream of mine. Um, opening opening shops, like these five shops in some of the major cities. Um, you know, that's that's kind of like the dream now, but more so giving back, you know. You know, this, this, so hopefully that could be something that, you know, can outlive me, you know. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, by so answer question. Oh, by answer question. You did. You did. If there was one thing, or or maybe it might be more than one, but there is there something that you like to say to barbers, especially during this time? Is there one thing that you, one important message that you want to get across to barbers? What would that be? I think just, you know, while you're, while you're home, you know, of course, keep your spirit in line, you know, eat your food, take care of yourself, take care of your family, you know, learn yourself, you know, learn yourself like you've never learned yourself. Re-educate yourself. Go back over what you already know in the books, you know, because as we think this may be a long time, it may also be a short time because when that time to go back to work, are you going to be the same barber that you was before or are you going to take the information that all of these people out here had time to actually show you on social media, you know, from from creating a class online, from showing you a different technique of barbering, from being able to mainly communicate with people. You know what I mean? It's almost like we're all forced to communicate with people. So, you know, how do you want to how do you want to come back out? You know, you got to think about that. How as a barber right now, you know your weaknesses. You know what you're not strong in. How do you want to come back out? How do you want to be new and improved or, you know, how do you want to be, uh, how do you want to represent yourself, you know, when you come back out? Because, like I said, some shops are not going to be open. You may have to go to another shop or open your own shop, you know. Mm-hmm. You may have to start cutting at home. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, it's not going to be that long. It's, it, we, it feels like it's long right now, but it's not going to be that long, trust me. And as soon as it's over, it's all back on you. So how are you going to come back out? That's 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 the big question that you got to ask yourself every day. So I think as these time and these days that go by, hour every hour, every second, every minute of the day, you have to really go into yourself and find if you want to do this after this, or you want to be better and you want to go ahead and improve yourself. Practice on your mannequins. Practice on you know practice on yourself if you have to. You know, find something that you can do that's going to set you apart coming out of this. 
Those are great points. Great, great points. Absolutely. Thank you. Now is the time to to do that. Absolutely. Find yourself. So shout out. Yeah, find yourself. Find yourself. That's right. Shout yeah. out. <laughs> shout out. Excuse me. Shout out one more time. Um, all of your social media outlets where people can find you and where they can learn more about the um, the Barber Relief Fund. Okay, they could they could find the Barber Relief Fund on IG and Twitter. They can find me, Marv the Barb the Barber, Marv the Barb, that's Marvin Church on IG, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And um, also, I'm sorry, Marv the Barb 80 on Twitter. Okay. All right. So we're going to be and looking go, forward it's, it's, to... Hmm? I'm sorry, I wanted to make this clear. It's a GoFundMe. Okay, the bar relief fund is on GoFundMe. There's a link that I shoot up on the um, IG and on Facebook and on LinkedIn, all the sites I just told you. I shoot the link up okay. to those who want to contribute. And it's, and it's not just saying tell the barbers, but also tell your clients, you know, tell your clients, you know. Right. You know, there's no amount that's too small. You know, we're raising funds right now. We're trying to help the barbers, you know. You may, your barber might be the one that may be saying, hey, man, I don't think I want to do this no more. You know what I mean? And this relief fund can help your barber, kind of save your barber's, you know, you know, save his life in a sense because he may not know what he wants to do, or he may go back to something that he shouldn't be doing. Right, right. That's absolutely you know, food for thought. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, so it's on. It's a go on GoFundMe. Okay, and that's where people can contribute. It's a GoFundMe. Yes, yes. Okay. I, cool. I wanted to make that one clear. I had to definitely say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because at this yeah. point right now, right now, like you said, you are collecting the funds, and then at some point you will be releasing those funds to those who are in need. And, you know, just like a, gotcha. I can throw a number out there, like 50K. You know, 50K, I can get a, a lot of barbers, you know, a nice, good check, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'll have to go out there and support. Um, and I'll I appreciate be I'll post about it and everything as well so that other people can see it. Definitely. And see and what we can do. Um, and hopefully people, you know, y'all going to follow me on, on my social medias. I will be doing more live. You know, I'm kind of like, you know, I don't always like to do live, but I will start doing more live and get in touch with the people, not only for the fun, but also um, on Mark the Barber as well. Um, and hopefully I can bring, you know, some barbers on and we can talk that old talk like we talk in the barber shop. And, you know, I know a lot of barbers and a lot of celebrities that I see, like Bill Bellamy, is saying that he missed the barber shop. Or, you know, he said something like, man, you know, there's a guy out there, man, right now going through something, and the barbershop saved him, you know, or maybe, you know, doing some mm-hmm. harm to his wife or, or another person on the street, you know. So, you know, I know the guys are missing him. We can talk shop talk. We can talk sports. We can talk, you know, whatever you want to talk about, you know, to kind of give everybody that feeling again. And, and I'm going to go on social media, hopefully, to post that soon. And, you know, for the days I'm going to be doing that. So. Okay. Nice. Nice. Yes. Are y'all getting ready to go now, ladies? Are we getting ready to get off? Yeah, we can ready. That's well, why wanna, you got I, something else you want to I want to applaud y'all. Well, I want to oh, applaud okay. y'all, too, you know, because 
you know, y'all still doing, <laughs> you know, doing the podcast and stuff like that. And I want to applaud y'all for having me on again. And I just hope that I was able to bring, you know, something that, you know, that people can, can learn from and they can kind of take it and add to what they're doing in their life and inspire them in some kind of way. Because you ladies inspire me, you know, to, to get Absolutely. my butt up and get on this on this line with y'all. <laughs> so, definitely. <laughs> and, yes, I did meet your cousin Nas, okay? I did meet your cousin Nas, okay? <laughs> I had to see it. it was a while ago. <laughs> well, I'm so. glad you were um, able to come on, and uh, we will continue to support you as always and um, just trying yeah. to get the message out. And, uh, yes. yeah, so I don't know, I might call on you this week to come on um, the Beauty Talk Instagram page and maybe do a, you know, a live um, I, talking about I wouldn't song. mind. All I right. wouldn't mind. And, you know, I, right. I, I've been definitely, definitely supportive of all of that. Definitely. Okay. All right. We'll get it going. Okay. Nice. Okay, y'all. We will. Take care, y'all. Okay, all right. Take care. Have a great yep. night, Thank you so much. Barbara Strong, Barbara Strong. Thank you. There <laughs> right. you go. You're welcome. All right, bye-bye. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. That was Marvin Church um, joining us, Marv the Barb. And again, check him out on social media. Check out um, the, um, the Barber um, Relief Fund. Go out to GoFundMe and um, donate if you can. No donation is too small. Um, go out and donate, and once that fund is built up, they're going to be releasing those funds to barbers who are in need. So please support if you can. Thank you guys um, again for tuning in. I hope everyone had a wonderful Easter today, and um, we thank you guys, as always, for your continued support. So have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Yes. Good night, everybody. Good night. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.